Well, that Uber that was. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Pitched and launched by Strowman. That was a high-risk venture for Kofi, and you Strowman, saw why. Strowman on the top of the ladder. Strowman's there. Strowman has the briefcase. Braun Strowman wins. Monster in the bank. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back. We've been gone forever. We kind of we we fell into the lake of reincarnation and we popped back out and we're still the same person, but you know, we're babyface now. Right, Bray Wyatt? Oh Jesus. Anyway, welcome back to What a Maneuver. It's been a while, guys. We we reviewed Mania and Takeover, and then we just kind of fell off. We didn't of miss course, anything I'm, while we were going, right? No, we really didn't. Considering uh, Backlash was probably it's going to be the worst pay per view of the year. I really I think it's it's pretty high up. <laughs> it was horrible. You but, wait for Battleground. Uh, there there God, is no yeah. Battleground. Oh, it's going this year, is it? Yep. As always, joined by my buddies Sean and Dan. So uh, we're here today to talk about NXT TakeOver Chicago 2 and, of course, Money in the Bank. Let's get the great... Or as the show called it, NXT Chicago. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the graphic was a little weird. But uh, let's. I guess we'll start with... Uh, we'll go in chronological order. We'll go, we'll go to the from the great stuff to the, the, pretty, the pretty good stuff. Uh, so yeah, NXT TakeOver Chicago 2 as a whole. What did you guys think of the card? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um... On paper, the card looked uh, kind of lacking. Um, however, in execution, I think they did a pretty pretty good job, all things considered. Um, I don't know if you want to go match by match, but or just give uh, general thoughts now. But we can uh, just talk about high points. We don't got to go match by match. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought that the opening match was um, it was good, but I, I I don't know. Some people are saying that it's like the the best tag match that they've seen in yeah, years e- uh, easy <laughs> i'm just like eh, i don't know like it's kind it of hard a great for... it was a really good opener but i wouldn't call it like legendary no and yeah, see here here's the thing is i don't know if it's because the way me and you were watching it we were so like not interested in just because you could tell the crowd had no heat for the faces like everybody was cheering for undisputed era the whole time and just completely dead for everything that oni and uh at least eighty percent of it until they got into the the final sequences. Yeah. Oh yeah. But for then sure. I mean, they still gave him a standing ovation at the end of it anyway. I mean, because it, it wasn't. Yeah. Know, I don't match, know. But it wasn't. It, uh, the the like I think I was telling you I think undisputed era's uh, takeover matches, other than the triple threat one, have been like against teams where there's not really a threat. So it's like. Well, I I would put war games in there too. I think they it was a threat there. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about since they've had the titles, at least. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was that Authors of Pain match. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of Authors of Pain, whatever happened to them? They evaporated when Thanos sla- snapped his fingers. Man, he got them. God damn it. Uh, I think it's a visa issue, I've heard. One of them yeah, has a problem. Yeah, I think you're right, Dan. That's what I heard, too. But, yeah, we got to touch on Velveteen Dream's outfit, because that was something. We got Prince Puma Pants meets Hulk Hogan, brother. Like that was, I mean, yeah, he always I, I, he always goes all out, but I was just like, "Where's the connection?" Well, I get the Puma. I don't oh, I do, get the I Hogan. I do too completely. Yeah, 
like I saw the Puma pants. I was like, okay, I've seen these before in Lucha Underground. I get that. And then, I mean, is it because it's red and yellow? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't get that. But uh, Ricochet- I think it's a little bit of that. And then just a little bit of him being a bit of a smart himself because he knew that they would fucking go nuts for it. Like, oh, yeah. That's that's a smart thing. Yeah. Ricochet's outfit was the typical Ricochet outfit. It was very shiny and he had a big Billy Wee cape with wings on it. This match was definitely really good, and it, it it's crazy that Velveteen's like tw- what only twenty two or twenty three. Yeah, it's pretty. But nice. What we're seeing like with him, the problem is the matches that we're seeing that are really good are always against somebody really good. Like when you put him against some random you know guy from just the developmental, like that's when you start to see like the cracks and. Well, they haven't done that own. yet, which is but, smart. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I can't. Noted- I can't think of any of his takeover matches. Not that he's had a ton, but uh, where oh. he's been against someone who is from their farm system. Yeah, uh, and maybe you're right. Maybe he is. I mean, even in some of these matches, he does show some of his greenness, which is expected for someone who's as new as he is. But being so new and being through their farm factory and being so young, like it's just like. How we're talking about how Pete Dunn is like the same age, but he's got way more experience already. Yeah, and like he's already he's only going to get better. Same but, thing with this guy. Well, uh, but, but you know what? I it depends on how they they use him because if they push him to the main super uh, quick, yeah, that's uh, the problem. Is so young. I feel like they're going to bring him up to the main roster, and he's going to n- not fail, but like he's not going to. He's not going to have the 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 push behind him simply because he might not be able to get it done in the ring every every night because he's just too new to this. He's, yeah, and he, he he really he depends on the high level performers like Dan was saying like with Ricochet and you know and Alistair like they're just so good that he can kind of like feed on that and he knows what to do. And, but when he when he has to work down with someone, it's yeah. almost like he's like a deer in the headlights. He doesn't know what to do. And and there's no rush. Like he's young enough. No, no, he can no. stay down there for as long as he needs to. I, I I'm afraid that the gimmick is too over that they're going to bring him up. Yeah, it's gonna it's be like so Elias, over. where the gimmick—they're gonna think, "Oh, this gimmick doesn't need NXT." Like, oh Jesus! Well, difference is but, Elias wasn't really put into high-profile matches in NXT. No. They just really liked the gimmick, and then yeah. he started off as just a gimmick on the main roster, and then they start started working him into more matches. Remember those? Few, remember those few weeks where he was—he would just walk through segments playing guitar, yeah. and it was just like, I was like "What?" <laughs> I remember the uh, cosplay Elias at the uh, Raw after the Royal Rumble, walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as far as matches go, like I said, this was really awesome, and the story they told of uh, Velveteen trying to outdo Ricochet. Oh, it's great! Every step of the way, and that being why he lost because. Ricochet had to make a really long dive and fuck it up, and then Velveteen had to make a really long dive and fuck it up. So yeah, that that was because that was really fun. Like when he realized he was going for the six thirty, and then he just rolled really far away. Oh, that was yeah, that was nice. And we're like, okay, well, Ricochet's definitely gonna do something, but the fact that he did a shooting star, and you know. He did the distance Brock tried for, but... Uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't break his neck. <laughs> well, he's also 150 yeah. pounds lighter than Brock. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was like a spider monkey trying to do it as opposed to the, the ox that, uh, that Brock Lesnar is. <laughs> watching, watching a bull try to do a, a moonsault. But uh, 
But yeah, that was I enjoyed that match a lot. I was uh, slightly surprised that Ricochet won. I was too, actually. Simply because I, mean, I, I, I wasn't. But, well, I mean, he was uh, my pick. I I get why he, I I think Velveteen needs a big win, which he he hasn't had any. He hasn't had. When yeah. has he ever had a big win? Well, they'd, they'd consider it to be Cassius Ono, but we were, were smarter than that. Like <laughs> Cassius Ono is just person for everybody to beat. Oh, you know? please, everyone! Yeah, oh. everyone beats him. I even beat Cassius Ono. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I know. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, man! But oh yeah, uh, Shannon Baszler and Nikki Cross. I feel like Nikki carried that one. I don't think it was all that good. It really wasn't. I mean, for any of the like, for me, the high points were just Nikki just like doing the, the feel crazy like no. I feel like that match could have used more time too. More cowbell. <laughs> no, like I, I, don't, I feel like it. I, I the story they were basically telling was that it was mostly Nikki trying to get Shayna to hate to hurt her because she wanted her to. I also don't think that their so styles Nikki, meshed either. Nah, no, Nick, Nikki didn't really get to have any heat for the most part of the match like and then the segments that she did were so super short because the match didn't have time so i like i liked when i liked when Shayna was choking her out and she was just smiling and there was that meme zoomed in on her face that was like this is fine yeah <laughs> like, i, I just, i'm also not weird. i'm also not very impressed with uh Shayna's title run no um, I no. I mean I don't think the the quality of matches I think are they there. rushed her or like they had Kyrie ready to go why yeah. they have to rush her and and look at what Kyrie did when when they faced off in the in the finals for the Mayon Classic. Like, I don't even think that was a very good match. I mean, some people liked it, but I thought that it was pretty weak. Uh, I, well, here's the thing: Shayna is super green. I like, know she is. Even at green her age, she's still green. It's just her character and her presence is probably what they like more and, than her. And she's got work. she's got that Ronda Four Horsewoman rub well, too. I'm afraid that the reason why those other two are training down in, in developmental right now is because they, they're gonna use them as bodyguards for Shayna. Oh good God. Which, yeah, because you know they're not gonna be for Ronda because no. Ronda's not gonna have bodyguards right Because <laughs> you watch they're gonna be they're gonna be back up to Shayna and then they're gonna form some sort of stable, the three of them where I mean Shayna's the real star there. And then when they come up, you're going to have the three of them, even though the two barely do anything. Yeah, that's true. All so right. with that, after that was uh, we had Black versus Lars Sullivan. Yeesh. I love Alistair no, Black. He hey, did thing, no, I mean, for what it was, it was a great match. It was, it's completely ruined by one horrible botch. Otherwise, so everything bad. else in the match is great. <laughs> That was, was yeah. Considering like I, I always get iffy when Lars Sullivan gets thrown and stuff because it's you know it's Lars Sullivan. But I mean, they worked really well together. But then I remember that botch. I was just like, yeah, my god. It Here's was, the thing that I, I even just thought about recently. Like we're talking about this, and like this is supposed to be their developmental. So like the fact that it's this good, and like we have to nitpick at stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I never, I never like, thought about that. Because Lars Sullivan's really green too like he's another one that yeah. just came up out of nowhere so i mean i don't i feel like honestly the kick's probably more of alistair's fault because it was it was, it was there like it was a combination because lars didn't turn around but then he tried to, to sell it off like i think he should have just not sold it but and, it and that's what, no but, but see that's why it's lars's lars's yeah. problem because he's the one that sold it he exposed it if he didn't sell it it yeah, would have been yeah. oh he just missed it. With, Do you with think the kick. that 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 would have been the first one that put him down to his knees, and then he would have kicked him again, or do you think Maybe. it was always 
the bee. Maybe. Yeah. If I was Lars, if I was Lars, I would have acted like it just missed me and like fell back into the ropes or something. Like he like narrowly avoided it instead of going like, oh no. And, yeah, and, and that's like, something that he might I, be able also, to. Also, I think what happened was because Alistair slapped. It, it kind of was like, oh shit! Like, well, I he was. Sell. I mean, he was also expecting to connect, so it's you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's just how it is. I I thought that uh, on the whole the match was pretty basic, but not in a bad way. Uh, yeah, they they kept it they kept it simple enough so that uh, yeah they kept yeah, it simple enough that Lars would was be able to basically hold his own for a, a decent portion of it until the end. Um, I don't know. I I, I was a fall down man. <laughs> I, I'm also going to say Alistair's title run so far has been underwhelming, and that's not really his fault because no, he's been not. playing second fiddle to Gargano Ciampa. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> I, that's pretty much it. Speaking of which, yeah. Speaking of which, so after that, we had Tommaso Ciampa. And Johnny Gargano in a Chicago street fight, and oh man, Thanos versus Captain America. Exactly, yeah. It's, I remember, I remember Gargano came out, and I'm like, that outfit is very familiar. <laughs> then I just texted Sean, I was like, is that Captain America? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. And I, I, I guess they're still running with the Champa Ziggler gimmick with no music, which is fine. At least he doesn't have a record scratch. <laughs> yeah, that that makes it way more uh, bearable. Because I get it that they want, you know. Like I guess because he's like a psycho or whatever, or they just want to be able to listen to the heat that he has. Oh yeah, if you listen, yeah, if you have the is. heat, then yeah. don't play music over top of it. Oh yeah, God, he is just. It's just problem is, other than Roman Reigns, nobody else gets booed like that. And, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you, even Reigns doesn't get a constant, really loud "fuck you, Reigns" chant. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets boring and yeah. <laughs> all those other things that we'll get into. But I, I will say uh, I was uh, a little upset that the reports were the the original match was last man standing and they had to change it because of the main roster. Um, but I will say uh, changing it to the street fight, I don't think actually hurt it in any way. Um, I, I enjoyed the fact that they were both in street gear uh, which is, you know, your prototypical street fight attire. Um, and I also really enjoyed the fact that if you go back and watch the match, Johnny Gargano doesn't pin Ciampa on purpose once. No. Yeah. The only time he pins him, which is later in the match, he it accidentally falls, falls on. on top of him, which is after the double weapon spot that they did. Yeah. Uh, Ciampa doesn't pin him until later on in the match, but he still goes for a few covers and then obviously wins at the end. But I thought it was really interesting, the fact that, hey, you worked in how Gargano is so crazy for uh, his revenge that he literally does not want to end it. He just wants to keep going. Yeah. I, like, I, I think the story they kind of told with this match is, like, Ciampa had already won before the match even was over because he turned Johnny basically into him. Like, yeah, he he made Johnny just as sadistic, if not more. That super kick segment where mm-hmm. he was freaking handcuffed and just, like, basically, like, rock mankind chair shots, but with super kicks. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was nuts at the end there, and then like he would he the, the the officials basically came down to to tell him hey like you won like it's over like the match is over but he he wasn't okay with that like nope 
Yeah, and I also uh, enjoyed seeing the the wood panels underneath the ring or underneath the padding of the ring. Yeah, and how they exposed it way before it ever got used. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like when something gets introduced and they take their time to get so back to it. You figure just... uh, they've had the splat on the concrete. They've had the DDT on the on the wood. What the hell do they do for the third one? Nothing will top that Some, back Something splat. nutty that, with the hell in the cell. That back splat still haunts my dreams. That was the grossest sound. Uh, I felt bad for Johnny too when he gave uh, when he gave Champa that that driver thing through the tables and his tailbone just clapped off the floor. Mm. I was like, oh, that must have felt. Good. Yeah, those tables split. Uh, like yeah. a knife going through butter. <laughs> he didn't even stop. He just went right through. Wow, I really, Dude, that I, spot though with the wedding ring was pretty great. Oh yeah, why would he spit on it? That was oh. gross. <laughs> just a little bit. Spit up, on the wedding ring, threw it away, and then it was after Johnny had already seen him get carted away when he was realizing that he was missing his wedding ring that he was like oh fuck this guy <laughs> yeah i also really enjoyed champa's selling after that where it looked like he was gonna cry or something oh yeah, that's yeah. great i think he was like crying when he pinned gargano i'm pretty sure he was actually crying like pretty nuts but yeah if, so letter grade for takeover what do you think I'd give a a, a a B plus maybe. Yeah, I'd say B plus too. I'd just go B, but that's because I don't do those plus minus bullshit. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, suck it already. So that is takeover down. And now we'll move on to money. I'm just glad that we did not get uh, Lars and Alistair for Brooklyn, that's oh Jesus, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know what we're getting for for Brooklyn. I know now. I, really I could see know. like three different options for. Well, Adam Cole's definitely wrestling, right? Like, well, I'm sure he has to be. Bang, bang, I, I'm, I'm hoping we get Pete done, but I'm not going to keep my hopes up. But uh, can we uh, mention the title change, or do we not want to? Uh, which one? You mean the cash in that happened? I know, show? I know a title change. Or uh, the the no. NXT tag titles. Okay, yeah, I know that. Oh yeah, that I happened. On that too. Yeah, I, that happened. That got spoiled for me too. You guys will talk about it if you want. Yeah, sure. Mention. Well, it. is is I mean, is this one of those scenarios where they did a title change and they're just going to change it back on TV or something? I guess so. Who who wait? Who won it again? It was Mustache Trent. Mountain. Yeah, it was Mustache Trent Mountain. Seven, Tyler Bates. Which makes me wonder why the hell didn't that happen at Chicago? <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> the hell? <laughs> why do it just randomly? I, I mean, get I get it. it. They're trying to promote the UK show, but come on. And they already yeah. said that they're gonna introduce their own tag and women's belts. Yeah, is this like when RVD won the WWE title and oh, you're the ECW champion now? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh god. But yeah, so that that happened too, ladies and gentlemen. So, on to Money in the Bank. The pre for the pre the only pre-show uh match. We had the Bludgeon Brothers defeating Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. This match was actually really good for a pre-show match. I liked it. They they have good chemistry those those four. I didn't see it. I was doing laundry. Uh it was it was good. I mean, for especially for like a pre-show uh, a pre-show match, it was really good. Like I said, I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers, even though their name is still silly, they've been they've been on a tear and they're kind of they're really finding their groove. And then Gallows and Anderson are both, you know, they're 
they know what they're doing. And uh, they just vibe really well, and you can tell they have a good chemistry. Yeah, in the, remember in the, a spot where Luke Gallows got his leg stuck in the ropes, but it oh, didn't ow. look like it was on purpose? No, that looked like it hurt a lot. I was like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Sean didn't see that, because I was like, oh, God, that, that doesn't look good. Yeah, because Gall- Gallows was on the top turnbuckle, and uh, Rowan hit him with, like a was it like a punch or a kick or something? No, no, it was Harper. It was Harper that his leg stuck. Oh, yeah, it was Harper. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Gallows kicked him. And Harper went to fall back, and his foot got caught almost like in a half tree of woe kind of gimmick. And he but could not get out of the out. ring. So he was like yeah. hanging out of the ring by his foot hooked into the, the turnbuckle rope. I, all, all I could hear was his at an awkward and, angle. I'm like, oh my god, that's his bad I, leg, probably. <laughs> like, all I could hear, all I could hear was his knee tendons going like guitar strings, like bing, bing, bing. I was like, oh Jesus. But yeah, but that, that was that, that, and then the fact that the Bludgeon Brothers were wearing green and black. So I was like, oh, so they stole the uh, Ascension's gear again. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they, they stole it and they cut it up and made it look really dirty and stuff. Because yeah. that's their whole thing. They just take the, they take the Ascension's gear and then they like cut it up with scissors and make it look But uh, whoever it was that was uh, up in the Magic Killer had to be up there at Awkward Mad Time because like whoever was supposed to cut it off. Oh yeah, yeah. Slow. They were, they were standing there for like, like a minute and a half. So just we're like, just oh. like, uh, yeah, you guys should have just done it. <laughs> That was that was a do that it. was a <laughs> that was a Rowan gaff, wasn't it? Like he didn't get in the yeah. ring fast enough. Yeah. Oh, Eric Rowan, your his big red beard got in his way. But, but I, and I, I'm at least the, the gals and Anderson are doing something that's a match and not a comedy sketch. So yeah, thank for thank God. Oh my God. After that, we had Daniel Bryan defeating Big Cash by submission. And also, I guess we should take the time to mention now. If you don't know, Big Cass is out of the company super unceremoniously. What? He is fired. It's almost like they buried him intentionally. Wow. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reports coming out now. The stuff that I've read has said that he uh, destroyed a bus door uh, to the bathroom in Europe because he was really drunk and the and the lock broke and he thought someone was playing a rib on him and locked him in and he just big booted the door down and destroyed the bus door. Uh, he was drunk in public a lot. He was super belligerent and he's a he's a very avid defender of Trump and got into a big big heated debate backstage with Sami Zayn about Muslims, which didn't go over well. <laughs> and I've read a whole bunch. What? Of stuff. <laughs> this is news to me. Yeah, I I I read I read, a, I read some of this stuff too. Yeah. I mean, it's dirt sheets, so don't hold me accountable for anything. It's like I said, it's dirt sheets. Wait but... a minute, he got into an argument with the guy feuding with Bobby Lashley, who represented the president at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's there's too many like lines of connection, but the thing, you, the main thing you need to know is Big Cass was being an asshole, and also uh, supposedly like around the beginning of his feud with Daniel Bryan, he threw out one of the scripted promos that they gave him backstage. And he just cut his own, and he went like ten minutes over, and it was probably it was that really weird long promo that he. There was that one where he was talking about how he got big. Oh yeah, that's how he got big. Uh, they fired the writer. Yeah. In that promo. Oh god. Vince fired the writer of that promo, and then <laughs> after big Cass, Cass, and then Big Cass the got book. the. Yep. Wait a minute. So you're you're telling me that Big Cass wrote the promo about how he magically got bigger. And, no, no, he, that was written for him, but he must have changed the words or something because I don't think that they would have handed him a piece of paper saying exactly that. Well, but he went off script 
and then also with the the little person when he yeah, was always supposed that. to big boot that little person. So I think it's just been escalation of many issues, and apparently he's also complaining about the booking. No, oh, yeah, big never time. do. Why he was yeah. booked strong? Well, uh, except for the pay per view matches, but he was booked strong. <laughs> it's so I, so bad. I heard Enzo's uh, ready. He's uh, he's already putting out feelers for Cass. Yeah, Is and he, he's going by. I sworn that they had a, a a little tiff between them, and they nope. If the, if the glove out. don't fit, you must quit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, they they had a little falling out, but they'll for money they'll they'll get back together. Are you kidding me? Because uh, Enzo's now wrestling under the name Real One. Well, that's, that's his rap real. name too. Yeah, and he's wrestling under it now too. But uh, God forbid wrestling <laughs> quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Jordan Dunzo or whatever it is. Ugh. God. Uh, so yeah. that, so uh, they actually just skipped the spot where Cash tries to fight the uh, the yes lock this time. So he didn't oh yeah. To, I have Daniel Bryan guide his arm to like, hey, you're supposed to fight this, remember? <laughs> Which happened twice. <laughs> so bad. Ugh. I mean, like it's not, it's nothing. It's Honestly, nothing this really... might have been one of best, the best big cast matches as far as singles matches go. Yeah. It, the that's actually like going back and thinking like, yeah, it, it was definitely not like a, anything special for Daniel Bryan, but. Uh, yeah, big cast. I don't think Big Cast succeeded by any volition of his own. I feel like Daniel really helped him there. You mean like how he helped him try to block his own submission? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> big Cast is a big stupid lump of play though, and Daniel Bryan was just like, "Ah, crap! I got to work with this now." Oh god! But yeah, so that match was like, like Dan said, for Big Cast match, he did pretty good, but it was. By no means his fault. It was his it was retirement good. match, so he had to go out on the back. Sean, 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 leave the memories alone. Oh, no, not big <laughs> ass. Speaking of big ass, after this, we moved on to Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. This might be, and Sean and I spoke about this, for our end-of-the-year awards, this may be the worst feud of the year. Oh, this has been. Oh. This has been terrible. Oh, we might get a few winners out of this one. Yeah, I know. We might have to have a, a tie because good God almighty. This, this, I mean, I won't say anything else about the other ones because I don't want to veer too far off. But this has been the most terrible thing going on. And I feel, I feel so bad for Sammy because, you know, he was really coming off. I mean, it kind of fizzled out, but he was coming off real strong after the heel, the heel change and teamed with KO. And then he just ends up back with this. And to me too, Bobby Lashley is floundering. Like I mean, even though Impact, need, he, he needs to be a heel, you know he does big time. He's a big giant, like behemoth sculpted out of granite. You can't. He's like he shouldn't be a baby face, and also he shouldn't be talking as much as he is. That's and my thing. Uh, give him a different finish. I'm tired of the stupid delayed vertical. I'm always yeah, thinking that, it's gonna end that, up being a jackass. Here's, here's the problem with finisher, like. Most finishers need to have a way that they can be done quickly, like regardless of what kind of finisher it is, like or at least some sort of move that is a quick move. You can't just do a delayed suplex out of nowhere, like to to pick up like a much needed like victory. So like you mean every single time he's gonna win, it's gonna end with the slow, boring ass sequence. 
Just and then a blade the, suplex. Just do the Dominator. I never had a problem with the Dominator. It fits him. Just do that. I don't well, know. Well, that's they... his gimmick now. They're calling him the Dominator. Like in his T-shirt says, "Back to dominate." So I don't know if if that's why they're not letting him do it or what. That would be really strange. But still, it's it's silly. And um, I mean, when Bobby Lashley was an Impact, I mean, he held all those titles, and he was like almost like kind of like a prime time player kind of thing. Like he was like. I don't know. He just his character felt a lot different. But then again, it's impact. So I can't get to, you know, he was for him for him being there. Like that was like God, like he he was a big time player for them. But at the same time, I feel like Bobby Lash has got a crazy look. He's super athletic. I, I think that he, they could do a lot more with him if they just figured out how to work with him a little bit better and didn't, you know, leave him out there hanging on his own too much because he can't talk great. He's really like his whole like I remember when he wrestled before before he left WWE the first time his whole gimmick was like soft spoken and hard hitting like if he has to talk make it count but besides that he should be quiet like he should be very quiet. The other thing with him is his facials are always backwards as hell. He's always smiling when he oh, should yeah. be smiling. He's always and, smiling. And then the times when he when he when he should smile are like because he won or whatever and they just look like stone face like I'm what, what is this guy doing? Like I don't, I don't know what's going on here. It's like Bobby, Bobby, why, why are you so happy, man? Uh, but yeah, so that was that. Ugh. And then we had Seth Rollins defeating Elias, which this match for me, I thought this was great. I love this match. They brought a lot. Seth Rollins, I mean, he's just on a tear, but he brought a, a really good side out of Elias. I feel like they meshed up pretty well. It was probably the 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 best match Elias has had. Uh, oh yeah, for probably sure. ever. For sure. Yeah. Um, However, it 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 did. It was a little slow to start with. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Yeah, I remember. And uh, you know, I think that they had a, a nice finishing sequence. I thought Elias looked really good in the one where he was on offense, where he was uh, taking out uh, Seth on the outside, threw him in the steps, yeah, and hit the elbow the post, and then yeah, all that. That was awesome. Like it was at the barrier post stairs, and then an elbow drop. Yeah. He looked good doing all that, but you know, uh, I I don't the the finish was weird to me, because like you have Seth who is more or less your typical baby face, and you know he's hardworking, he doesn't cheat, and then he cheats to win. I don't I don't get it. Like he had to resort to those methods to beat Elias. Well, how is he much of a baby face doing that? I mean, I don't know if that was meant to be like a seed planted that he did that, so that's why. Uh, that was his downfall of being a dick again, and Dolph Ziggler did it to him because he lost the belt right away. <laughs> yeah, did. I don't, I don't get it. I doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I agree. I agree. But yeah, I, I, it felt. I agree with Sean. It probably was Elias's best match. There were some iffy things in there, but overall, I, I uh, really enjoyed it. The match after that, we had the women's winning the bank ladder match, and the goddess, of course. She won defeating Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Lana, Naomi, Natalia, and Sasha Banks. Boy, <laughs> boy. It was better than last year. Yeah. It was way better than last year for sure. Better than both of the ones from last year, actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously when you have the women in there, they're not going to do all these high-risk spots like falling off ladders and stuff. They did some crazy stuff, some dangerous stuff, but nothing to where you're uh, afraid for their safety. Yeah, um, 
I feel those back bumps onto the the ladders. I guess it's just because it's the ladies, but I'm always just like, oh my god, whenever they. I mean, just it land. hurts no matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, man or woman, but just to see like, because like I guess because like because girls like Becky Lynch and stuff, they're like shorter. It looks worse because they're a smaller yeah. human being, and it's just like, oh god. I was yeah, Alexa's. You know, oh, oh, yeah, she's five, five feet tall. tall. Yeah. So. yeah, it's like throwing it's like throwing a child on a ladder. I wasn't it's sure like, if oh. she was going to be able to reach the briefcase even at the top <laughs> of the ladder. Um, it was funny because remember <laughs> early in the match, me and you, Sean, were like, I wonder why they're keeping Alexa so fresh. Yeah, and then obviously we know why now. Like we thought maybe they just didn't want her to get hurt or. There was, like, split, there was a split second where I thought uh, they really were going to give it to Lana, but there was one person I can tell. There was one person I can tell you I was never ever worried about winning, and that would be Sasha Banks. Well, I I was more afraid of what Sasha was going to do to herself. Oh my god! I mean, I luckily, she didn't do anything super crazy. Um, Although she almost need two women in the face. Oh, I think yeah, she did get one of them. <laughs> she did. She landed flush. Um. I thought that oddly enough, I thought Ember Moon was kind of lost in this match. Like you just, yeah. I was telling Sean in the beginning of the match, like you think she's gonna do like a, a an eclipse off of like not the top of the ladder, but just like off of a ladder she or a ladder contraption. She didn't even do one off of regular. I eclipse. honestly can't remember much of what she did in the match at all. She oh, got right. hit by she got hit by ladders and ran around. Like she I got, remember, got speared through that really awkward under the ladder. Yeah. Beer into a ladder. <laughs> I think she took a power bomb too, but like I remember more about what Lana did in the match than Ember Moon. That's not good. Exactly. Yeah. Because everybody was popping like crazy for Lana, of course. Now that X Factor on the. Uh, oh my God. Actually called an X Factor. Yeah. Is... I was like, wow. Um, I was slightly surprised at how much the crowd got behind Becky. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they wanted her to win really bad. Yeah, and I would have been totally fine if that was the case. I understand what the, uh, yeah. the long game they're playing. I didn't for a second that she was going to win because yeah. I just like know how they are. <laughs> I would like her to get a real run at some point, but yeah, but that sucked. The, the very ending when Alexa wasn't. Was it Alexa that didn't get, hit her mark, or was somebody else that Alexa came in and attacked? Because remember, Becky was up there too. It was long. Alexa. She she yeah. was late getting her uh, uh, off of the the ladder. Yeah, because Becky totally was up there. Like, uh, yeah, I she won. had the she had the carabiner thing open for like yeah. thirty seconds. It was like just pull the briefcase. Listen, it's not as bad as the time Swagger was up there, where it took him thirty seconds to get the damn briefcase off. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but, Does um, everyone remember Jack Swagger won Money in the Bank? <laughs> I don't. Trust me. I didn't forget. <laughs> he's he's now wrestling on Lucha Underground as Jake Strong. Oh, I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah, it's a hell of a name. But, uh, but, yeah, I was happy with the outcome of this. I mean, Bliss is, I mean, I know the whole thing is Mela is money, but Bliss is money as far as I'm concerned. She's, yeah, I mean, I get I get a little concerned that like she she might have been on top for a little bit too long, but I, I love her, so it's like Yeah, I do too, man. Like, also, I, but she's I also she's also the most dependable of all the women that are on Raw. Like if oh, you look she at, delivers every time. You she look at Sasha and, and Bailey, and yeah, they might be able to to have some good matches. Have a really so good often, match, but, but not all the time. But Sasha and and Bailey, right? I'm not sure if it's them or if it's the writing, but that segment on Raw was awful. It felt yeah. so forced. They was, they were I don't know so who, terrible. 
Who's the heel? I don't know, but I, think I didn't it's them having to act like honestly, like I think that's what I it think is. they're just terrible actors. I know Sasha's not a great actor. Uh, Bailey is just awkward in general. I I don't know what you're supposed to do about that. And and let's be honest, you look at some of the other ones on Raw. Natty's not a great actor. No. Uh, Ember's terrible. Yes. Uh, you have uh, Naya, who's awful. And yes. Rhonda's out there who can only do so much. So, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, she's Alexa, the best. she's the best character on the show because it is a TV show. I mean, yeah, like, that, I mean uh, you wonder why she's uh, getting so many uh, championships. Yeah, this is why five time champion already. She can talk. I mean, she can wrestle. First, she's light first, years ahead of where she first was. Woman to hold both. You know, Raw and SmackDown, so no one's going to take that away from her. Like, She's a total workhorse. Like they know that they can depend on her just because the rest of the division is just floundering. They, what, what's it's just sad that they had to do that stupid bullying story. Oh, I know that was such a step to, and and let Nia have the belt for essentially no reason because obviously their plan must have been to have Ronda go against Alexa. Well, at clearly, some point things changed the because they decided they wanted Ronda in the title picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like even, even bad stuff, uh, Alexa can, can kind not make good, but at least can kind of make it palatable. Like, the, yeah, the, like uh, Bailey matches against Naya were like, were like, well, I'm, t- I'm just talking like on, on, on the stick. Like she, uh, like the, the Bailey segment oh, for yeah. this, this is your life. Terrible segment. I think it may have even been uh, voted the worst segment of, of it was. Uh, last year. It was, but her performance in it was fine. Even though everything yeah. around her was terrible, and and you know, those uh, moment of bliss promos were were sometimes the highlight of Raw, especially during the dark ages, the last uh, month or so. Oh my god! <laughs> so you know, I yeah. can I can totally and then understand. She's why. really good with her, you know, acting sympathetic before turning into a, a which bitch. I, which like... honestly, honestly, I'm really getting sick and tired of them doing the same thing with Carmella, and and she does it. Uh, not anywhere near as good as Alexa. No, Carmella's, yeah. Carmella is terrible at it. She's Alexa did that promo on Raw, and then literally the the next night on on SmackDown, Carmella, Carmella did the same Carmella exact did. thing. <laughs> I, I didn't watch SmackDown yet, so it was so bad. Bad. Speaking of bad, no. Oh. Let's move on. <laughs> After that, we had Roman Reigns defeating Jinder Mahal in a I, match that <laughs> not a single person cared about in that building. Guess oh what? my god! I, I actually left and, and went and did stuff, and I figured I was probably gonna miss like three matches or so. Probably Came back, that. apparently I only missed this match and the women's title match because this one went so long. It was 15 minutes of just hot, stinky garbage. Yeah, it was mainly. Like, uh, like was it was it really that bad of a match, or was it just that it was you weren't the, even was, paying attention? It was. To the match it was the same book uh like you know standard a, match that you've seen from both guys forever it was a raw it was raw vomit it was just raw puke in the middle of the show Blech. the only thing of note was the crowd with their chants and uh the beach balls and what the waves the, what were some of the chants we, we had down we, a list i had um there was there was a list of all of them i, I have yeah, to find I, it I retweet Sean. If you want to look on my Twitter, I retweeted it. I know All it's right, there. I'll look it up, but you guys, you yeah. guys, uh, continue. Uh, the ones I can, the ones I can remember off the top of my head are: "This is awful." Please stop wrestling. Uh, there was a elite chant. There was a Bullet Club chant. There was um, 
Let's Go Beach Balls. They did a the, they did the wave, and then there was Fuck You Security, because uh, they destroyed the beach balls. Uh, those <laughs> are the ones that stand out to me. But they 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 and the thing was too. Every time there was a count, there was no sell from the audience. They didn't give like the only time the audience reacted to a pin was when Roman defeated Jinder at the end. And the only reason they cheered was because it was over. Yeah, <laughs> none of the near falls got any reaction whatsoever. Not uh, not even a peep, nothing. All right, here are the chants that, that were during the match. We had CM Punk. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course. Boring. NXT. This is awful. Uh, Rusev Day. Johnny Wrestling. Asshole. Uh, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. <laughs> uh, Olay. Yep. Uh, the Elite, uh, the Let's Go Beach Ball, The Wave, uh, You Suck at Security, and Vince McMahon Sucks. <laughs> There's also a couple more where uh, they also had Velveteen. Uh, they had one that was End the Match. Apparently there was a People Power chant. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And then there was a chant for D'Lo Brown. <laughs> You're looking at the real deal now. <laughs> oh, my God. And the thing that made me laugh, too, was like whenever something like this happens, all the old school guys come out and they're like, okay, your fans are just trying to hijack the show. And like and the, and uh, Bubba Ray was saying, like, back in the day, if Smarks did that to us, we'd go out in the audience and beat the shit out of him. It's like, go ahead. Go do that. Please keep alienating your fan base, please. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry that we don't like it. Well, I'm no. sorry. Back have... in the day, you would have been stabbed if you did that. Oh, yeah, no. If the fans react like that, yeah, that wouldn't go over well. But, I mean, we're obviously in a different time period where the fans can... Yeah, back in the day, this would never happen. No, no. It, the, mat, the match could be dog shit, but the fans wouldn't dare say anything. It was a totally different time. The wrestlers were allowed to get away with way more, hence the... The time that that fan charged the ring with Triple H and Stone Cold and they beat the ever-living shit out of him. Mm. Which is still one of my favorite clips of all time. Especially the one that has Stone Cold's voiceover on it because it makes it even funnier. <laughs> but, but but yeah, anyway, like I'm saying, like I get like I get there has to be a certain level of respect because even if you don't like either of these guys, they're both, you know, giving away their time and they're they're in a potentially dangerous situation where they could get hurt. And they're trying to put on a show for the fans. But at the same time, like the fan base is not going to just let a character be shoved down their throats anymore. And also, like they're not going to care. If they're not going to care about two characters, they're just not going to care. There's, not, there's nothing about respect that's going to make me care about Roman Reigns and gender. Be like, oh, no, I don't want to be a dick, so I'm just going to sit here and like this match. And, and listen, the company themselves over the next five years are going to be paid like two and a half billion dollars just for their television yeah. i don't think that they care what the the fans are, are chanting oh they anymore. don't they don't give a no. damn they don't give a shit which they fully explains to. where we're going for SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah it's the vince it's the vince mcmahon show if vince wants to do it he's going to do it like that's just the way it's always been anyway he doesn't care what we think or doesn't care about like you know the indie darlings or the people we want to see when the people that the and, backstage management wants to win, will win. And and the Ro this Roman thing is not an experiment anymore. A lot of people used to call it the Roman experiment. It's not an experiment anymore. No, now, it's a failed experiment. It, it, well, the experiment failed a while ago. Now it's just uh, yeah, exactly. It's 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 just it's like a Roman policy. Like you're you're yeah. gonna follow through with this policy whether you like it or not. No, it even it, it, it took it's him out of the, the main CM event Punk one. in the middle. Uh, yeah, make 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 Roman look strong. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, they, like they, they. I mean, they've taken him out of the main events. They had him in the mid card for and, now. For yeah, now, for now. But, you know, he'll but, be back up there. Yeah, exactly. Still, I mean, it, he's just not a number one contenders match that they already said he's in. Oh my fucking god! Ugh, oh well, I'm not going to go on anymore about that. And after after that glorious moment, sorry, Bobby Roode. Um, we went on to Carmella versus Asuka, and uh, uh, Asuka got fucking pinned by Carmella. <laughs> not only that was she pinned. Was Carmella really bad? Like, uh, honestly, everything, everything before uh, Ellsworth. Yeah, except for there was one spot where Carmella actually did a suicide dive. Yeah, which was oh. impressive. that was the only impressive thing that she did. Otherwise, it was a lot of yelling and rest holds. Yeah. Um, but I was I was surprised how much Chicago pop for Ellsworth. Yeah, I mean it's a su- surprise. I thought it was funny they were chanting CM Punk. Yeah, <laughs> when, uh... <laughs> it was him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so when when you told me that he winked in my head, I just was like, okay, he winked. But then when I saw the video and I saw what he did, I'm like, oh, he did that thing what people do where they can't wink. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he turned his head and closed his eye socket. <laughs> like you did that, that like uh, like that weird like you push your jaw towards your eyebrow and like make a weird face he probably so did it terribly one time and vince was like oh i love it do that yeah. <laughs> it literally it literally looked like he was trying to push his cheek towards his like eyebrow and like he, he opened was trying his mouth to give himself everything. a chin yeah uh. <laughs> but uh but yeah the big thing folks if you didn't know if you didn't see was uh Near the end of the match, uh, a figure, supposedly, you know, Asuka's ring gear was possessed and popped up standing at the edge of the ring. And the, the possessed spirit took off its mask and it was James Ellsworth. And he, okay. He, he, he uh, just took a regular off. super kick to the face, yes. not to the back of the head, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, I have a few thoughts here. Number one, Asuka looks so terrible. Oh, my God. How are you I... distracted by some random dude that is wearing your mask you and remember coat. when she had that entrance where she walked in and the whole crowd was all wearing her masks yeah not really i do i do, <laughs> no, no, I do remember that I do remember like that. she walked through and the entire there's an entire like crowded area of people that she just walked all was the way that at, at uh the brooklyn takeover i don't remember which one it was at but i know it was one of the takeover entrances because i might not remember that because i was there um i uh I think that it makes Asuka look terrible. She looks like she was in... This is this is worse than the distracted music, entrance music um, finish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. First of all, why was she so... Uh, why was she so taken back by Ellsworth in the first place? It's not like she doesn't know who he is. Yeah, I know. It's not like, it's not like he caused her, like, you know, he didn't cost her anything in the past, so... There's no like, you know, if anything, she just should be like this fucking fan just walked up. Someone's security. Take him out. (laughs) Or here's an idea. (laughs) Take him out yourself. You're supposed to be this badass, uh, you know, wrestler. Why don't you just kick him in the face? I had flashbacks. She would miss him because he doesn't have a chin. Ah, I had flashbacks to when the other cane came out. He did the he did the he did the head tilt thing. And he was looking at Oscar, and I was like, "Oh no, the mask is alive." <laughs> <laughs> it's Luke Gallows. <laughs> but yeah, that was just making Oscar uh, just another just another worker. 
Asuka's just she went from being this buzzsaw. Sorry to Jerry. She went from being this, you know, this this like cutting through everybody, undefeated, and now she's been She's another person this, on the roster. The submission from Charlotte was that's WrestleMania and she fought like hell in that match, so that's fine. But she got pinned by Carmella. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I heard Carmella's uh I found out who she was fucking, and it wasn't John Cena, and I can't remember who it was. It was John Cena. No, who was it? I don't remember. I, it's it's someone. I can't. I can't. And obviously, who it is. But obviously, it ain't Cass. Was it? Uh, was it Tom Phillips? I'm trying to think who. Was. <laughs> <laughs> who it was? Oh God! It's someone on SmackDown. He, he face fucked her. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. That's a funny. That's a funny couple to imagine. Tom, like nerdy ass Tom Phillips, and then Miss Big Haired Carmella. (laughs) That's a that's a funny couple to imagine. Uh, But anyway, after Carmella and Oscar, we had AJ Styles defeating Shinsuke in the Last Man Standing match, the longest match on the card. It ran for thirty-one minutes. It was the best match for the two of them in this company. Yeah, this this was this was like the match that I've wanted out of both of them. I thought that it uh, started really oh, yeah, and slow. It was take over Toronto entrance. That, that's what it was. Mm. Oh. Um, ask for Oscar. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I think if, if you would have at least cut out some of the, the first 10 minutes or so, um, where they were just doing regular wrestling stuff, I think it, it would have the been a little I better. The stuff I didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of came in at like the perfect moment. About halfway like... through is when things picked up, and they had a really good uh, finishing sequence. Oh, it was so good. Uh, all the table stuff was great. I, that Kinshasa uh, that he gave to him when he was on the table actually looked like it might have hurt Shinsuke yeah. more because of how he had to land on the... And it looked the, like AJ wrote him a receipt when he hit that low blow at the end of the match because the sound of that one, I mean, oh. I'm sure it was the the sure it was the angle of the camera and stuff, but oh my god! Even I at home was like, okay, I gotta. Oh boy, I'm sure he sit. just kicked him in the leg. That's usually what Goldust used to do when he did the Golden Globes. He would just kick you in the in the like the thigh. I'm sure oh, that's yeah. what he did. But that's oh uh, for sure that sound and that sound and seeing where his leg went, just the visual. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was something else. <laughs> Come on! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I I enjoyed the the Styles Clash on the floor. I like um, that. And you know the the ending sequence with the the table was was good too with the forearm. Uh, that was easily the best one. I mean, part of it's because yeah. it's the only one. I mean, other I kind of think the one with a they kind of, in a way, did get better as they went along. But I don't know if that was really their intent all along. I think it's just how it happened. Yeah. Well, think of it this way: the first match, high expectations. And they had uh, a so-so match. And then every match after that, they had a, either a non-finish or a screwy finish. So this is the only time since Mania that we actually had a real match between the two well, of them. No, and SmackDown didn't... That was a yeah. screwy finish. Eh. He gave him the uh, the low blow yeah. behind the back. Screwy finish. But yeah, I mean, I don't have like that much more to add to it. I mean, you guys said what I was thinking. It's just like, this was what I wanted from these two and i i genuinely like even though this match was 31 minutes and the beginning was slow when it picked up it picked up and i i really liked it and uh yeah i i think like giving them time is what they always should have done in the first place like if they would have given obviously wrestlemania is 
got too many matches on it. They couldn't have given that much time. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. But, like, a- any pay-per-view that they were going to be on, just give them the time, and they could have had a really great match before that. Now we're at the situation where uh, they just wasted Shinsuke for the second time. Oh, man. <laughs> it seems like they're just going to use him as an upper mid-carder now, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, I-, I wouldn't be mad at, like, a U.S. title run coming up. But um, yeah, it, it is weird what what you do with Nakamura now because you, you spent so much time with this new character, you kind of want to pay it off somehow. And yeah. giving him the title would have yeah, done that. He won the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I know, but as far as this new character goes, uh, you want some way to pay it off. And I think that for now, uh, giving him like a, a mid card title will at least do something for him, as opposed to just you know floating around the the mid card. Yeah. I don't ever see Shinsuke being like a full heel heel too. Like I know he's doing the low blow stuff, but that man will never be fully booed like ever. Like unless he does some real nonsense. Because in Chicago they lost it for him, and they I mean it felt like they wanted him to win. I mean they loved him both equally. It was pretty fifty fifty. But I just don't see Shinsuke ever being like full on like amazingly hated heel. Unless he does some yeah. not unless he does some I mean, real nonsense. I don't know. Have you seen some of the southern states? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. They're like, hey, we don't like you. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just his his superstardom just transcends everything because he's just such a cool character. But uh, but yeah, no, that was a good match. After that, we had Ronda and Nia, which ended in the disqualification, which we'll get into as we go through the match. The Again, reasoning. which is really weird to say this. I feel like this might have been Nia Jax's best match. Yeah, I mean. Con- Considering who was in the ring, you have Nia Jax, who's not the greatest, and then you have Ronda, who's green as goose shit, obviously. Uh, they both, like, I, I bought it. Like, at no point was I really... There was a few iffy things, obviously. Like, when Ronda almost killed herself falling through the bottom two ropes. Oh, I was like, oh my god! Just got up and, like, reached for the ropes and just completely missed. <laughs> she went ass first. She went ass first through the ropes and just... <laughs> And just landed. I was like, oh my god, ouch, that must have hurt. But I mean, it looked to me, I even when that happened, I bought it because I was like, you know, she's so rattled by Jack, she doesn't have her bearings, and she kind of just went ass over elbow through the ropes. So I could, I could kind of buy that. But uh, yeah, her selling is so good for someone who's only on their second match. Oh, I know her, ba- her back bumps are like, I mean. She knows how to fall from judo because you have to learn how to take back bumps in judo. Well, not only that, but compared to when she was put through that table by Stephanie, com- compare that now to, uh, or compare that from then to now where she's, you know, mm-hmm. taking offense from Naya. It's it's night and day. Like she's definitely improving. I, I think that she has a lot of she has a good cadence uh, to her her work in the ring. Um, obviously, she doesn't need to go out there and do thirty minute matches, but I think that for what she is uh, required to do, she's doing a, a really good job at. And I can see her, you know, having a pretty a pretty bright future. Um, yeah, like, I don't have any doubts in, in her anymore. Oh, I don't either. Just give her someone to talk for her until she can do it herself. She needs, like, a Paul Heyman-esque character to be. Maybe even Paul Heyman, which would be cool at some point, but not but, yet. But, like, trying to say that she's bad at talking is so weird because it's like we're talking about someone who's literally been doing this for a couple months. Yeah, exactly. So, 
when everything else is already as good as it is, like yeah. she's gonna get better. Like yeah. and exactly like for like for what I said, like for someone who's green, she's not that green. Like she's only green just because she's she's know, she's picking it up pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. you're kind of watching her progress as she goes along. She just has such a crazy athletic pedigree. I mean, the woman like Kurt is an Olympic medalist. She's got the athletic pedigree and she knows how to learn how to use her body the right way. Like it's very and like a lot of the shoot wrestling styles like meshes with ju- with yeah. judo. Did and- you see on on Raw when she almost tripped, but then still made it look like she was going to land a punch on one of those referees? Oh yeah, I was like, wow, that was a good playoff there, Ronda. Uh, I think because of the fact that she was a real striker, like that's why she can hit such convincing, like work yeah, punches. Shane. But like, I thought yeah, that Shane. Well, hold on, I thought that in, I mean. Granted, I'm sure she knows some striking, but I thought that her her main game in mixed martial arts was always it's it's uh, not that it's that she was a trained striker she in that still, she knows how to throw a punch. Like she's not the best. Like as far as MMA concerned, she was not a great striker. No, but compared to like pro wrestlers, she can throw a punch. Like she knows how to throw a punch. She knows the mechanics of how to do it and everything. So she's just doing what she would normally do, except like, like not when you put her. Like, in UFC, when you put her in the ring with someone who really know how to, who knew how to strike like a Holly Holm, she was completely outclassed because her background was, she was a background in jo- and, uh, judo, obviously, and her her uh, coach really wasn't, he didn't teach her the best striking, but even like subpar MMA striking in a WWE based environment is still like that's top grade striking. Oh, because of course. She knows- she knows how to move, do go through the motions and make it look good. Like when she's lighting people up, I'm always just like, Shane, watch, look, you you take Muay Thai, you have no excuse. <laughs> um, I will say one uh, side note about the match. Uh, I noticed when Nia came out, she didn't have the belt extender with her. Oh yeah. So immediately well, I knew we knew she, that she wasn't leaving with the belt. Yeah, because like. they've had that thing on uh, for a while now, so she could put it around her waist and. Considering the person who ends up winning it, I can see why they took it off. Because uh, oh, yes. with it, it turns into oh, God, like that belt would have been a monster. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, it would have looked like the opposite of how the uh, the ECW title looked in Big Show's hands. It would have been the opposite of that. Yeah, it would have been like a second person laying on her shoulder. As <laughs> you're trying to do her pose with that thing, yeah. she, would go, she she would go to put it over her head and she would just fall over because it would be too heavy on one side. But yeah, so what we're talking about is so. The match is going on. Uh, Ronda's back is to Ronda's back is to the ropes. Out of nowhere, Alexa Bliss flies up out of nowhere and cracks Ronda with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, so that and immediately ends the match. So some people are like, "Oh, she's gonna cash in, and make a triple threat." Like, no, 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 that ends the match. Triple threat. <laughs> yeah, Ronda won by Ronda won by disqualification. So uh, Alexa Bliss just like beats the heck out of Ronda and like incapacitates her in the side of the ring. And she cracks Nia a few times too, and gets oh, she her also old. she also threw Ronda over the desk. Oh, that's right! I forgot yeah. about that. Oh my god! And this is also right bump. right after Nia is about to actually get her tap of that nice sequence where she's actually doing the fingertips thing, which was really nice. So like, oh, fingertips, and then uh, she takes too long to get in that armbar, which oh, yeah. is still. A thing, I guess. Uh, I guess it's for drama because she did the same thing with Stephanie. So I guess that's just going to be a hey, thing. Hey, Stephanie's got that crazy upper body strength. You got to look. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
But yeah, so Alexa Bliss cashes in. The bell rings. The match lasted all 35 seconds. What did Alexa hit? Like two twisted blisses? Uh, well, how, she, how, how, she, 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 she hit her she with the DDT. She smacked, she, she smacked the crap out of her in the arm that was already fucked up. Yeah. With the briefcase a bunch. And then she uh, kicked her knee and the, the, the DDT. And then she right. hit the twisted, the twisted bliss. bliss. Okay, okay, yeah. But then, yeah, so uh, Pinder, one, two, three, new Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. And the crowd lost their minds as well. They should have. I was I was happy about that. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that I was wondering. I was like, are they going to make Alexa sit on it, or is it going to be immediate? And then, as soon as like you guys said, when the belt extenders were on, I was like, oh wait. <laughs> yeah, wait <a> <laughs> and and to have someone like Alexa win, someone that doesn't really need the briefcase to build them up at all, it makes sense for them to cash it in fairly relatively early. Um, so you know, I understand. I have no problem with it. I think that. Alexa is a better program for uh, Ronda as opposed to Nia. Uh, I, I definitely think, and even, uh, you know, their segment on Raw that they had between uh, Alexa and, and, and Ronda showed that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think this is definitely, uh, it seems like this is the SummerSlam program. And to me, it's just a matter of whether mm. or not they want to yeah. actually follow through. Conveniently, Ronda is suspended for 30 days and there's a pay-per-view within those days. So <laughs> Did you, did you huh. see... Did you did you see the the statement that Kurt Angle put out where he essentially threatened Ronda Rousey that if she puts her hands on him again he's gonna fight back? No, I saw someone talk about it, but I didn't see it. I was like, I was like, Kurt, Kurt, easy, buddy. Does anyone know if Kurt's hands okay? It looked like he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah, he looked like he he hurt himself. Like there. he that, was that... holding it and he was shaking, like as if he had just broken it. That that's a top level selling. <laughs> I don't, looked, I don't know if he was It looked like he really hurt himself. How did he do it again? What happened to his hand? She hit him with the briefcase. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she hit him she right in the hand. Him. Yeah, she hit him right in the hand. He was blocking so, it with his hand. Yeah, so much so much happened in that in that segment. I forgot like where his hand could have got hit. But yeah, the fr- uh, uh, blocking shots. I know we were off the match, but did you remember when AJ went for a headshot with the chair on Nakamura? <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, he had to like stop halfway down and quick shift it to his shoulder. He was he was going for like a full nineties in the forehead. Back. <laughs> I was cracking up. I was like, I was like, AJ, 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 easy. It's not nineteen ninety five, man. Listen, uh, listen, AJ, you just throw the chair at him. It's a, it's yeah, the same thing, but you can get away with it. And you get that weird cut on your cheek, like he managed to get when he fought uh, Shinsuke the last oh, yeah. time. That was a weird thing. But anyway, we're on to the last match: men's Money in the Bank match. We had Braun win, which was awesome. He defeated Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Kofi, Rusev, Samojo, and The Miz. Yeah, I, I was honestly surprised that they actually went with him. Like, yeah, I was hoping Rusev would win, but that's just because, you know, I'm a Rusev mark. No, he doesn't have to because yeah, yeah. he's number one contender. It all worked out. I... Yeah, I was I was surprised to see Braun win too. Actually, I mean, I I knew that he, there was a very good chance for him, but well, I thought, I, thought was, kind of... I, I thought it was too predictable that he would win. Mm. Like in one of those situations where they would go with someone else, so that you would, weren't expecting Braun to win, and plus it's a multi-person match, so that he can afford a loss in that scenario. Yeah. Um, I thought this was one of the the better Money in the Bank matches. Uh, for sure, for sure, it was. Very much a spot fest, which is fine with these ladder matches. You can you can do that. Um, I really liked how they yeah, they, if they had the right guys, and that's yeah. 
I mean, they pretty much built the match around Braun, if you think about oh, yeah. it. Like, the whole buildup to the match has been Kevin Owens warning everybody, hey, Braun's going to kill us all and win the briefcase. <laughs> we need to stop him. And then they covered him in ladders. <laughs> yeah, which they did temporarily, and then he returned back to life and then killed and Kevin Balor Owens. Woke him up. And, and, then, then, and then Kevin Owens almost got killed. Yeah, uh, that was that was a big fall. Great. <laughs> that was like, oh my god! That was weird how they didn't show any replays of that. I know. I was surprised. That was a big bump. Also, I have to say, just personally, watching Rusev and Samojo work together, I was like, god damn, would that be a tag team? Yeah, well, it was pretty much all of the larger guys that were trying to take him out. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I just thought, I just time. thought that would be I thought that would be such a good tag team if they went with that with Rusev and Samoa Joe. Good God, that's a lot of humanity. Yeah, but <laughs> um, but basically, Kevin Owens has been warning everyone this whole time that he's going to do this, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, and Braun killed everyone. The, obviously, the the <laughs> most jiffable and and best spot of the match is when Braun. Uh, smash through a ladder to get back into the ring. That was the funniest yeah, was it, thing. Was that uh, Bray and and or not Bray? F, uh, Finn and and Rude. Yeah, they almost eating the ladder. <laughs> they almost and, died. Uh, and and Miz did a good selling job on that. Uh, his his facials being uh, oh. completely. He looked like he shit his pants when he saw that. <laughs> he he has the chicken shit heel faces down pat so well. Yeah, but they they did a really good job of building this match around Braun, and then when he finally won, I was I was a little surprised. I, I'm not. He broke the chain too. Well, that's what I said. I was uh, when when he was up there. I'm like, if he does get it, he should just rip the whole thing off. Just rip the whole thing. Kind of did the whole thing off, but he he just broke the, the the thing holding it together to hold the. Yeah, he shattered that. Him. He shattered the carabiner thing and just was like, I win. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, yeah, overall, a, a, a pretty good uh, Money in the Bank match. Uh, to me, the only person in the match that kind of felt like an afterthought was was Rude. Yeah. Pretty much everyone else had something to do except for him. Um, but I yeah. can't remember. I can't remember it off the top of my head. What was Kofi's good Kofi spot? Well, he did uh, the obviously the trust fall. Um, yes. Yes. To the outside. <laughs> but also he had a couple of those where he would like jump off a ladder. He had I think he did the one where he. Did the springboard over top of Braun and, and and tried to get on the ladder? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember and then that. when he springboarded on the Braun's back, that's, oh, what, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was he piggybacked up there. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, I mean, uh, I thought that they would kind of just work. But the reason I was surprised was because I thought they would just work Braun into the storyline organically because he's Braun. But now he's just got money in the bank, and they already have a monster in the bank T-shirt for him that looks terrible. Oh, well, I it's seen just it. funny because it's like, all right, well, you can't cash in until uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, trash in until he shows up. Shows up. I already saw that. I already saw that meme where it's that guy pointing to his head like he's thinking, and it's Brock's yeah. face, and he's like, "Braun can't cash in if I don't show up." <laughs> oh no, you're right. It <laughs> is terrible. <laughs> Did you see the shirt, Sean? I'm it's, looking at I it right now. His his merch like as awesome as Braun is. Braun has some of the worst merch. His logo on the back isn't bad, but the the monster There's in the bank on the front the, is terrible. The chat. <laughs> so I guess. Oh, it's so stupid, Dan. It's so bad. Like it just it's just like a, it's like a Photoshop shirt. Oh man. But uh what Yeah, there it is. Yeah, let's let's all live look at this. I'll look at this bullshit again. 
Oh no, Rhonda has a bad one too. Really? Oh no. All right, everyone, we're doing live product reviews. Let's see if it actually opens up. Okay, I got I got the uh, oh uh, Alexa Bliss has a new shirt too. Cashing in on the moment of bliss, and then on the back is her design on a briefcase. But but scroll down and look at that Rhonda shirt. All right, let me see. Tap tap tap. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. That looks like one of those weird like rap. There's like one of those weird like rap shirts. Who would wear this? I would not. That Alistair black shirt just looks like a bad black metal shirt. The AX. Did you see the AXB one for Alistair Black? It's further down the, the page. Yeah. That one's. Yeah. Like, it's just a bad black metal shirt. The Ziggler McIntyre shirt too. Oh my god. <laughs> It's just let's just mash these logos together. Well, anyway. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Before I get too sucked into this black hole. But yeah, that was uh, that was Money in the Bank. Uh, letter grades, everyone. I would give it a solid B, simply based off of everything that happened uh, after the. Asuka Carmella match and then uh, maybe a little bit of the uh, the first two uh, hour and a half. Yeah, but definitely. The last, uh, I guess, maybe hour and a half, two hours was uh, the, the, the best uh, stuff in there. So um, probably a B. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing because I can't rank it. I cannot rank it over uh, takeover in good conscience, but I can't shit on it either because it wasn't absolutely terrible. So I would say B as well. Well, since I, I don't I don't do the the plus or minus thing, I'm in a little bit of pickle here because it was a pretty decent show. But I mean, I'd say it was an average show. So C seems kind of good. It has overall average. Has really good parts in it. So wasn't all bad. I got to miss some of the shit. Anyway, so I didn't even yeah, see that. Yeah, so stuff. you don't get to vote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so those those were the shows this weekend. Uh, we also had some other stuff to talk about. I know there's some there's some NJPW news, brother, brother. Oh, oh man. Yeah. So was it the the ninth? Back back on June 9th Now we're going. Oh back. my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little thing called Dominion happened. And uh, besides the Young Bucks becoming the the heavyweight tag champs in their first attempt at it, uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Okada put on another match. Yeah, what, what do you think about that one, Sean? Ah, uh, it was really good. <laughs> I don't know, like eighty-six stars. <laughs> I feel like the, the the match has been talked about to death at this point. Yeah. So I'm not talking about spots wise or anything like that because, you know. I mean, it, it's a month old. <laughs> see, I'm like the I'm like that weird guy who, uh, for some reason, I like their G1 match still the best out of the four, but um, I still think it was really good. They they kept uh, they kept you entertained for all three falls. Uh, I'm glad that Kenny yeah, the- finally won. The storytelling where they gave you two minutes between matches, yeah, and the second fall when Okada took the one winged angel and he's just laid out on the mat for like the whole break. He's dead. Like, he's not getting up. 
Um, and you know, I, they had a really nice celebration afterwards and it worked in well with, uh, with, uh, being the elite as well. Yeah. Oh, um, and the pop that the crowd got right before they figured out that Kenny was going to win. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, you, it's never that loud. I, I was like, holy shit. Like I've never heard Japanese people get that loud. Uh, and that wasn't, didn't the golden elite get formed? Yeah, that, that was that was after the show on YouTube. They immediately had merch ready to go because of course you know they are. <laughs> Listen, it, the, they had T-shirts ready after the the CM Punk uh, court case finished. So yeah, uh, they're ready for everything over at One Hour Tees. Yeah, um, and now we have set up for uh, the G One special, right? Yeah, the, the Cody Kenny rematch for the title. Mm-hmm. And they're also doing uh, the Bucks and Evil and Sonata uh, for the tag titles, which makes me think they're doing it. Uh, they're they're giving them back to Evil and Sonata. Yeah, in America, so that way. Yeah, and they're doing um, they're doing uh, Jay White against. Why am I blanking on his name? Juice Robinson, and I think they'll probably have another title change there too. Um, and I think Ray's supposed to be on that show. I don't know what he's doing yet. Well, yeah, um, I hope he's going against Skrull. Yeah, it could be him. It could be Liger, because I know he wants that Liger match. Yeah. Um, who knows? Uh, all I know is, uh, the, the full card hasn't been announced yet. They've only announced a couple of the matches, but, um, the thing that they did announce was, uh, everything in the G1. Uh, this year they have uh, 20 guys again this year in the G1 uh, pretty much the same field as last year except this year they they added in um, who was it? hangman's uh, a hangman new addition and Jay white and, and Jay white um, some of the matchups look really good they're actually they have uh, Omega and Ibushi in the same block uh, so they're gonna be wrestling on the on the last uh, night of the B block. So that's something to look forward to, um, and they also have uh, in the f- Naito's in the in the same block too. So you're going to have Omega. The first, and, the first night is going to yeah. be Omega Naito. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, honestly, the big blocks, uh, the big block, the B block is pretty stacked. The A block <laughs> is uh, a little hit or miss. You have uh, Okada in the A block. You have and Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Uh, I think Elgin's in there too. Um, I think. I think evil's in that one as well. Um, um, yeah, evil's in a block. Uh, so, it, but it's not as deep as the B block. B block is like everyone in, in Toriano. So, <laughs> it's it's yeah. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, Elgin already lost the never belt back to Goto. Yes, right? he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and, and Goto's. In, I think Goto's in the A block. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I made a comparison. <laughs> to Dan during the minion saying that uh, Hiroki Goto reminds me of Baron Corbin. Oh no. <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of a stretch, but if they just I, keep trying to make him a thing, he's just not a thing. He's not, I don't care about him. He, 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 every so often he puts on a good match when Shibata was wrestling. They had some crazy matches. Yeah. But like, but. I don't care about his character. Uh, he only occasionally has good matches and like no one cares about him. When was the last time he ever got like a big reaction? Like I said, Chibata. exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, th- I think that she one starts uh, in three weeks from now. I think something like that. Oh, 
Shoot. So, uh, so yeah, get ready. It's because it's going to be nonstop for the next month. Did oh, they announce uh, how many dates are going to have the English commentary? Uh, all of them. So all of them are going to have English this time. Mm-hmm. Thank Christ. <laughs> I mean, I oh, watched them. Oh, I watched them all last year too. Yeah, I watched them without English commentary last year, and it was it was it, it, different. It didn't. It was different. It didn't make the matches any uh, worse. Like they, no. the matches that were great were still really good. It's just sometimes it's a little distracting because you're waiting for them to just say hi again. <laughs> like I, I'm sure if I actually understood Japanese, I'm, it would probably be pretty awesome. Like, but it'll be nice. Uh, have at least Kevin Kelly. I don't know if Don Callis will be there because he's hardly ever there. I don't know if he's going to be there for but, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. You know, I know during uh, some of the Super Junior Cup, they were uh, switching out uh, 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 color guys. They had like Chris Sabin in there and 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 um, and uh, who else was in there? Uh, the uh, Chase Owens. So, you know, they might do something Chase like that. I know, I know they had uh, Rocky Romero do some last year. So it's it's possible that um, that they might that, that uh, Don Callis won't be there for everything, but who knows? We'll see. Um, I also saw today that uh, I saw Nick and Matt and Cody released a statement saying that they're making some breakthroughs on getting all in televised. I still think it's going to be on Honor Club for life. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. Considering how I I know that Ring of Honor has some stake in the show, I can't imagine that they won't have it on their own service. Unless they're talking about pay-per-view. That's different. If if they're going to try to have it on pay-per-view, um, then that probably is a little more involved than, uh, than uh, something streaming. But uh, we'll see. That's I believe that's in the beginning of September. All in. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. September first, actually. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, uh, is there any other any other news? Um, uh, they announced that uh, they're doing a second May Young classic. Oh yeah. We'll see yeah, how that I, goes. I, I, I saw that get announced. I didn't see any of the. Uh, they don't have uh, participants uh, yet. Yeah. Um, I know we got. Before uh, Kenny and Cody face off, there's a triple threat main event. Uh, it's going to be Cody, Marty, and goddamn Dalton Castle. <laughs> so I'm thinking they're probably going to put the belt back on Cody, which yeah. means that they basically just made us have Dalton Castle as champion for months. Makes no sense. For no reason. Makes no sense. He literally did uh, nothing with the title. Yeah. And now Marty's just there, which is great. Well, I think he's there um, because I, this must have been a, an idea late in 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 the in the process because the Cody's had really nothing to do with this whole thing, and then they just throw him in there, which makes me think that they changed their mind and they want to have this for all in. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure Cody's going to go over though. Yeah. And then on the uh, the television championship, I haven't caught up as far as where they are on TV right now, but I actually just watched the uh, Austin Aries versus Silas Young for the TV match. And Aries actually went over, but then uh, someone came out and reversed the decision or some bullshit oh, like that. Oh, not a dusty finish. 
So, of course, it's a dusty finish. But it uh, actually turns out in Dallas, Texas, I guess it was called State of the Art. I, I don't know if it, it was a Ring of Honor thing or if it was some other festival like that Ring of Honor was at. Fart. But uh, Punishment uh-huh. Martinez actually won a six-man uh, match. So now uh, he's got the belt. So I heard that uh, New Japan management was very upset that Punishment Martinez went over Ishii during WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the other way. Ishii was very upset. Oh, okay. Found that he was having to put him over, especially after he just won the Rev Pro belt. And uh, he had to call the office, and they told him, no, that's what's happening. Like, <laughs> Okay, I got you. <laughs> oh. Um. Any, uh, anything else uh, going on? Uh, did you, uh, what did you guys th- think of the trailer for uh, Ms. and Mrs.? Oh my goodness! Looks terrible, is, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it looks really bad. I mean, Miz is funny. The weirdest person ever. Miz is Miz is a funny guy, but I'm not going to watch that show. Yeah, but I saw Cody on Twitter complaining again about the Star Wars fandom. Oh no! Yeah, Cody, be quiet. It's the the hey the the prequel. Well, not well. The prequels are bad too, but the anthology stuff that they're making isn't needed. So stop defending it. You're just a you're a mark for Star Wars. Did, did he like uh, Solo? It's all on hold anyway, so we're good. Yeah. He he loved That's Solo. for the he, other show. Yeah, yeah. He loved Solo, and he loved Solo, and uh, something happened in the news, which I won't spoil. And he's oh gonna- yeah. So I guess we should talk about the fact that the uh, the UK tournament at least is airing next week, even though it technically uh, already happened. Uh, but, uh, I don't. Goddamn you, WWE. Spoilers of tag titles, so hopefully I can remain spoiled free elsewhere. Didn't you get spoiled for it, you guys? Uh, Yeah, because the WWE. I only got spoiled on the tag belts, so. Well, apparently Triple H spoiled who won the tournament. uh, During a a conference call, Uh, and I guess I guess WWE had to up him and spoil who won the tag title match. Uh, <laughs> they had to take the focus off Hunter. Uh, but I still don't. I I, I, I don't know. So we, why why they're airing it at three p.m. or whatever if it's not live anymore? Well, what I understand is why not have it live in the first place if you're airing it at the same time the following week? As if as uh, it's still on Monday and Tuesday. It's still the same day as Raw and SmackDown. There's literally no difference between this week and last week. Why not do it this week? So weird. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand why they didn't just do it on a weekend. Why not wait till this weekend to do it and, and air it live? There's nothing going on this weekend. It really doesn't make any sense. That means I'm going to have such a backlog next week. Like, as I come home from work, I have to watch Raw. <laughs> I, I can just oh, see it now. I'm going to get... I'm going to I'm going to see all the results. I'm not going to be able to see it as they air as I'm going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. God damn it. <laughs> and but, Jason's uh, going to text me th- during the day did and be you like, see? "Yeah. Jason, Jason, stop it." <laughs> no spoiling. But I guess that wraps us up here. I guess that's that's all the wrestling we've I mean, we've caught up on everything unless we want to talk about how bad the backlash was, but I don't have another nope. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. We what's backlash? Uh, all I can say is, folks, 
wrestling, or at least WWE, has been suffering lately. My God, <laughs> it has been bad. But who knows? I think we're turning. I think we're turning a corner. Anyways, I think we're wrapping up. Anybody got any social medias they want to throw out there? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. And remember, kids, don't do drugs. Don't. Not even once. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at F-A-T-A-X-666. And you can follow me on Twitter at Despacito2, <laughs> son of Kalel 66 uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. We'll be back for Extreme Rules is the next one. Yep. It's going to get Alrighty. extreme. Extreme. End the show with the, the, the ECW theme with Paul Heyman going, this is extreme. Cause it's... Eh, we'll see if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang.